What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Triple Threat. I'm Scott Kaler. I'm here with James Stark. What's going on, guys? And Joey Dubois. Hello there. We got a solid show uh, in store for you guys. A little surprise set up for the middle of the show. Um, and we're going to start off with basketball, which we haven't talked about in quite a, quite a while. And we'll get into it with Mello going to OKC. Uh, and they sent Ennis Cantor, Doug McDermott, and a 2018 second-round pick to the Knicks. Uh, that was a decent trade when I first saw it. Um, Knicks, they needed to eat some salary in order to get rid of Mello. Clearly, Mello wanted out, uh, seeing as he was now open to waiving his no-trade clause to some other teams. Uh, this actually happened. I think we discussed Mello last week a little bit. think so. Yeah, like we were like, oh, he's, he's now opened up his no-trade clause, and then yep. the next day he was traded. Yeah. So, I mean, there we are. We're on top of it again. Um, so so reliable. Ennis Cantor, I think it's only a one-year deal for like $17 million right he's now. He's a solid player. Yeah, so... Only eating a one-year contract too, if you don't want to bring him back for um if he doesn't fit the rotation well. It's only one year to eat that salary. Get rid of Melo for the next couple of years, I would say, because people might have come back. Um, you get Doug McDermott, who's pretty solid player. He's a good role player. He's definitely yeah. not a starter, but he'll contribute. And uh, the Thunder clearly getting Melo, which is that's that's a big deal. They now have three stars on their team. They haven't had that in a long time. Last time you had that was James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook. So. It's yeah. definitely it benefits the Thunder. They definitely have a shot at going all the way at this point. I mean, every team in the West really has a shot. Warriors are the favorite, but you have the Rockets. Yeah. Rockets look like they have a shot. Spurs are always there. Thunder have improved significantly. T Wolves look pretty good too. It's all about chemistry and all these new trades. But every team in the West really got better this year. I, I think the say. West just they're starting to make things more interesting. Hopefully, uh-huh. the Warriors just. You can't just look now and say, well, the Warriors are clearly just going to plow through everyone because all these teams made a lot of moves this offseason. They're looking a lot better than previous years. Mm-hmm. And I, Go ahead. If I'm the Knicks, though, I'm really intrigued with McDermott here because with Cantor, you already have Hernan Gomez on the roster, who we talked about, who you know is their crown jewel, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joakim Noah, who's... Oh, I forgot about Joe. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's really him. true. So they have a lot of big guys up there and not exactly... You know, the versatile big guys in today's NBA. A lot of guys who just operate under the basket. Yep. With McDermott, you have a guy, I mean, obviously you got Michael Beasley already out there on the wing. Oh, who, you know, mellow on the left side. Wing. But, <laughs> but seriously, though, like McDermott coming out of college was an intriguing prospect. Hasn't exactly panned out, but if I'm the Knicks, I'm, I'm testing him out, trying to see if he can become that scorer he was in college on the next level. I mean, this is also an opportunity, I guess, to develop Telekina as a pick and roll type guard, I could say. Because then you have all these bigs. It, it works well with the pick and roll. I mean, just quick, go around. It becomes a better passer, feeds the big men. Because in that envir- <coughs> environment, excuse me, they have a lot of bigs. They don't have a lot of shooters other than like Doug McDermott now. Courtney Lee is still there. He's not fantastic. Also he's, making he's, a stupid amount of money. Yeah, uh huh. Uh, I completely forgot about Joakim Noah too because he was injured last year. And Kyle Quinn too. He's the other yeah. big guy mm-hmm. that they have. So they have four, four like pure centers yeah. that deserve minutes on an NBA team. Other than that, not a whole lot of things on that roster plus Porzingis they apparently wanted to play Porzingis at center uh-huh. that's definitely not happening now when you have those four guys so so it's definitely gonna be an opportunity for him to develop as a passer I wouldn't say as like a star right now I think that's what the Knicks need right now they should start getting those pieces together they have Porzingis they have uh, Tilakina now uh, they could keep Cantor on Cantor's only 25 which I thought was pretty surprising he just looks like an older dude he does yeah um, figure out how to get rid of Noah somehow Courtney Lee should be gone soon enough he's old and that's where you can start bringing in these pieces. But um, I think this is an okay move for them in the short term. 
or like in the long term, my bad. Good move for the Thunder in the short term. Good move for the Knicks in the long term because now they're they've gotten rid of that one piece they've been trying to get rid of. They can now take the next step forward to start building again. So I can't remember was were the Thunder originally in the talks because I know it was like ninety percent that yeah. everyone was sure that if it was anything was going to happen, he was going to the Rockets. I think the Thunder were like they were always there, but like, nobody just like, in the was, shadows a little bit. It, it had to be like a deal like this, and yeah. it was it's tough to like put a deal like that together. Uh, Trailblazers were in talks for a while. Yep, I remember um, that. The Rockets were the big one. Yep. Uh, Cavs, um, which oh, we could yeah. talk about that too. How he it was supposed to go to the Cavs on draft night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Paul George and uh, Carmelo both were supposed to land in in Cleveland, Cleveland? on yeah. draft night, and then that just fell through. Hmm. So I mean, the thing like, with that is yeah. that I feel like makes or breaks it is like were they giving up Kyrie or Kevin Love in that deal? Because you'd have to assume they're giving mm-hmm. up one of them. If it's Kyrie, obviously it's still like. A crazy trade, but I mean, it kind of make, it makes it even crazier. But I don't know how much better that would have made the Cavs. Yeah, because then you just get like more question marks, really. But if they gave up love for that, I think that's I think they would have had to give up love team. just yeah. based off contracts, because he has like an eighteen million dollar contract too. Yeah. You have Kevin Love with eighteen million, LeBron's making an absurd amount of money, obviously. Kyrie at eighteen million, Tristan Thompson has that very big contract too. So I wouldn't be su- surprised to have seen him, Amon Shumpert too. Yeah. So you bring in those two guys, Paul George and. Uh, Carmelo, and that does make you one like one of the greatest teams just off pure talent. Yeah. You haven't seen them play, but on paper, that's one of the greatest teams of all time. Like when you have Paul George, who is just incredible. Carmelo has averaged twenty points a game every season of his career, which is unheard of. There's only three other guys to do that. You have LeBron, who's arguably one of the best player, one of the best players of all time, and you still have some other decent role pieces. You have Der- uh, Derrick Rose is still on that team, mm-hmm. and you have some other old vets. Like that team looks very old on paper. They're also it's loaded with talent. So, had that happened, I don't really know how great the Cavs would have been with like those pieces. I mean, they probably would end up getting Dwayne Wade too for the veterans minimum because that doesn't uh, affect salary. So, it's interesting to see Carmelo could have gone to any of those three teams. Rockets and Cavs look like the, the favorites, I guess. Trailblazers were still there. See him end up on the Thunder. I mean, it's not entirely unexpected, but I, I could definitely see why it, it all happened in the end. So uh, we can move on to person just mentioned. Yeah, another person on the move. Dwayne uh, Wade. Yeah, Dwayne Wade was bought out by the Bulls. Going back and then immediately reunion signed. with uh, LeBron. Yeah, back with LeBron, he immediately signed with the Cavs. Uh, doesn't surprise me at all. I thought maybe, maybe Thunder. Yeah, that's what I was know. hoping for. I was hoping Thunder too, because that's just that team last year. You had Russell Westbrook. He had Ennis Cantor and Stephen Adams, but that was really about it. Yep. And then, could you imagine the starting lineup now consisting of Russell Westbrook, Dwayne Wade, Paul, Paul George, George, Carmelo Anthony, and Stephen Adams? That, uh, that that's would be a, a dangerous. Lineup. That's a very yeah, dangerous that lineup. That is. I, I would compare that now to the T Wolves when you have Jeff Teague, Andrew Wiggins, um, who's their Jimmy Butler. Oh yeah, you have Jimmy Butler. That's what I was thinking. Jimmy Butler, Cat, and Gorgie um, Dang. <laughs> but still, that's a very powerful lineup. Yeah, put Gorgie Dang, like Stephen. Young too. Yes, like that. That team, the T Wolves down the road are going to be very, yeah, very if good. If they all stay there and they they figure it out, have mm-hmm. good chemistry, they're all wicked young. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins Andrew Wiggins just signed that deal. Year, he has, no, he's on a contract extension. No, I meant like how many, oh. like what yeah, year? Yeah, it's, it's his fourth year. Fourth year, Cats yeah. in his third. third. I think he has one more player option year, which yeah, he will that, accept. <laughs> that could be a dangerous team in the future. Uh, so, yeah, Dwayne Wade, Wade, there's only, I swear there's already been at least... 50 videos of him and LeBron just, like, mm-hmm. doing whatever. Like, oh, my God, look at Dwayne Wade and LeBron are back together. 
But uh, I don't know how much a 35-year-old Dwayne Wade is is he gonna. That's what I'm. That's what I was thinking. I mean, he was on the Bulls last year. He did put up pretty decent numbers. But once again, I, I mean, mean now it was he, the Bulls. Yeah, he's declining certainly I mean, with age. Just him and he, he was on the Bulls as as it was just, just him said. and uh, Jimmy. Yeah, and I mean, there's not much you could do there other than score. That was the perfect situation for him to bump up his stats last year. But he definitely wasn't going to be a competitor. I mean, you could argue that in the playoffs, Bulls were up 2-0 in the Celtics, and then Rondo got hurt. But Dwayne Wade certainly is not the same player he was when he was with LeBron in Miami. No, and. I think it's going to hurt him like when he continues to age this year. He's not going to perform that well, especially on a team loaded with people who want to score with IT. Um, I, Derek Rose still wants to be that star. J.R. Smith loves to shoot yeah, the ball. Yeah, J.R. Smith is a shooter. So who, who's going to start, him or Dwayne Wade? I'd say you got to go J.R. just for the I would say J.R. too. Mm-hmm. J.R. is three years younger. J.R. is a better defender. Better defender. I just think not this as move, injury prone. I just think this move is like a chemistry problem waiting to happen mm-hmm. because – like you guys said, Isaiah D Rose at point, and apparently they want to play D Wade at point a little bit. Yeah, I don't see how you're going to do that if you have Isaiah mm-hmm. Thomas and Dwayne Wade, and then at on the wing you have uh, Jr. Corver, Shump. Yeah, like, all guys who deserve minutes, and you know how they much want money minutes. are they paying people this year? Is what I'm thinking. A lot. <laughs> like they, sure they got rid of Kyrie, but still you have you have Isaiah Thomas making like six million this year, which is it's still one year deal. You're still paying him six million. LeBron's making like twenty. Five million plus. Um, Tristan Thomas making twenty-two million. Kevin Love's making eighteen million. Amont Shumpert's making ten million. J.R. Smith's making a lot of money too. Because remember, there was that big issue with how much he was going to be signed for to come back after they won the finals. So that they can't bring any more pieces in. Dwayne Wade was the only person they were going to be able to bring in for a veteran's minimum. And it's it's either D. Wade, you know, gets all these minutes because LeBron is telling Coach Lou to give him all these minutes, or he doesn't get these minutes, and then. How does D Wade and LeBron's relationship go? If yeah. you know D Wade comes to Cleveland, I'm sure LeBron promised him some minutes, mm-hmm. and then what if D Wade doesn't get him? Like, there's just a lot of things going on here for a veteran who really, like you guys said, passes prime. I don't see how that helps the Cavs or really elevates them any further than they already were. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can move on to uh, another NBA player making some moves. Uh, Russell Westbrook. He's making not, some money. He's moves. making a lot of money. Five-year, two hundred five million dollar contract extension. He got paid. Uh, Jeez, he making, deserves it. Yeah, I'd say absolutely. After that, that season he put out last year, that was ridiculous. It's not even just that last season though. He's just been consistently good for this team since he entered the league. And uh, I remember NBA Live '09. The Thunder didn't even have a logo, but it was the year after they relocated. They didn't even yeah. have a logo. And you had Russell Westbrook was always bringing up the ball. And I remember Brian Westbrook from the NFL. He was a running back at the time. Yeah. Like, oh well, this, I've never seen another guy last name Westbrook. And, like, sure, everybody on this team was terrible because they were all, like, just the, the – I can't even think what – the Supersonics at the time yep. weren't that good. No. Everybody was falling apart. That's why they moved. So you didn't have a lot of talent. Sure, they drafted Kevin Durant, then he went there. But at the time, there was no talent on this team. So you had Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. I don't think James Harden was on the team at the time. To see that from that point on, how much they've evolved, everybody who was on that team – because you had Serge Ibaka, too. You had James Harden. He's, he's been with that the entire time. Yeah, he's, he's consistently the only one been still improving. There. He's consistently been improving, and he has he has carried this team the last couple of years. That's like with Kevin Durant getting injured as well. Yeah, so he definitely deserves the money he got. There's an issue I see coming out of this though. Where now you have him, he's under contract for the next five years. A whole lot of money he's going to have to get paid. Stephen Adams is making 25 million a year. You have now Carmelo and Paul George. How do you resign? Oh, I mean, Carmelo has one more year left if he decides to go with that player option after next year. How do you manage to re-sign Paul George? 
because you want to keep all these pieces together, but question. he's going to want a lot of money. Yeah. And that, I think that reopens the conversation of Paul George said that the Laker comments were overstated. But now it looks like Lakers may be moving into a favorite spot from the land next year simply because there's not enough money to go around. I think they're just really betting on themselves here and hoping that they do well enough that guys either take pay cuts or they'll they'll be willing to shell out all that extra money over the cap because if they don't do well this year or as well as I guess we're expecting, then they're not going to want to re-sign those guys, but then they're in a worse spot because then they have nobody, like not even the guys who just traded away. So they're just betting on themselves to do well, I think, hoping that everyone buys in. And if not, then they're kind of screwed, like you said, mm-hmm. because they kind of box themselves into to this path now. I mean, if you want, if you'd have to keep Paul George around, you're not going to trade Carmelo. Because he, he won't waive his no-trade clause. He still has that. You can't trade Russell Westbrook now. Steven Adams would have to move. And then you wouldn't have a center if you want to resign and Paul I, George. I really think that's the... People are overlooking that a lot with like in relation to like against the Warriors. Because that's the one weakness on the Warriors, that they don't have a big guy who can bang in the paint, really. I mean, Zaza, but... <laughs> He's kind of got a cap on how good you can be, but <laughs> he's Adams, an all star. Come on, yeah. I'm, excuse me, but but Adams, you know, he's like the prototypical big guy, and I feel like the Warriors haven't really faced a team with a prototypical big guy while also having the firepower outside to mm-hmm, almost match them. So I think that's that's the most intriguing part. I think Adams is the X factor in that whole thing. So if they had to give him up just to keep Westbrook, uh, uh, Paul, Paul George, George, and Melo together, I feel like they they're not even close to the Warriors. I mean, still, I mean, you would have Melo next year, obviously, because he'll accept his player option. Or, I mean, he could decline it and then sign for a minimum. So that could, that could help if you want to re-sign Paul George. But if he doesn't, he accepts his player option. Then you'd have to let Paul George walk. You still have a great small forward in Carmelo. So it would hurt a lot to lose an all-star like Paul George. You still have a very, very good small forward in Carmelo. So that would help them. Oh, I got one more thing on Westbrook. Yeah. I saw this. It was on either Twitter or Instagram or something. And it said... Russell Westbrook's past whatever months won the MVP award, ten-year extension with Jordan Brand, mm-hmm. signed or gained Paul George and Melo, and now that contract. I, that's a solid couple of months for for him. That's uh-huh. another thing, which I, that's the last thing we can do for this. He signed this contract extension on Katie's birthday. Oh, I saw that. Yep. That's yeah. savage. And that's the, good. the crazy thing is too that this was offered. Like, the extension was offered months ago, too, because I yeah. remember seeing that, and he never accepted it. And I was kind of worried because I wanted him to stay in OKC after KD left. So I was kind of worried the whole time, and then yesterday he accepts it. So I, th- I do not think it was a coincidence whatsoever. No, definitely because not. It, it was cannot, offered it a while be. ago. It's not like they offered it to him yesterday and he accepted it. Like, I, that's that's a Westbrook thing to uh-huh. do. I could see that. I love it. So we got one more thing for the one NBA. One more thing for the NBA. The draft lottery was re rebuilt, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, Owners voted on making it so the top three picks in the lottery now have an equal shot instead of the worst team getting um, 25% chance. Now one through three all have 16% chance of getting the number one pick in the lottery. And teams four through seven uh, all have increased odds as well, which I think is a very good start. I want to see how this operates, but now tanking, becoming the worst team in the league definitely does not guarantee the number one spot as it has in the last few years. So... I think it's a good step forward. It looks pretty fair to me too. Yeah. So, imagine being basically said it all. I saw someone tweet out, "Oh, this is great for the Pistons. The Pistons <laughs> are always going to be right around that seventh worst yeah, team." <laughs> yeah. So, yep, they have better odds to uh, get a higher pick, which is nice. So, all don't right. don't suck as bad this year, Knicks slash Nets slash Kings. 
Slash Bulls. Slash Bulls. Bulls. Oh, yeah. Bulls. Bulls, Bulls are, are going to be bad, bad this year. Yeah. Sorry, Big Cat. So we're going to move on. We got uh, the NFL. We haven't talked about that yet. Week, Week three. three. Um, uh, let's see. Devontae I mean, obviously, Adams. Devontae. Uh, well, well, we, 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 actually, that's week four, isn't it? Yeah. Nah, oh, well. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Cause, uh, so obviously the big thing was all the protests. Yeah. Um, uh, the Steelers staying in the locker room and Villanueva, that is, that's his name, right? Yeah. Went out um, and wa- stood outside the locker room for the national anthem. Mm-hmm. And then was forced to apologize. Yeah, yeah so. which is ridiculous. Um, but a lot but of teams, the, a lot of teams did it. Yeah, so. but then there was some teams that uh would all stand on the sidelines and linked arms, which I mm-hmm. liked. I was at I I said last week I was at the Pats game. Mm-hmm. Great seats. I was in the field lounge. Yeah, I saw. Insane, crazy. absolutely crazy. But the the Texans, they all linked arms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Bears did it for, uh, Thursday night, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a few other teams, but yeah. Uh, Patriots. A lot of players took knees for the Patriots. I think there that was hurt. a few, yeah. Some some people of Oxbridge were pretty disappointed. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, if you're, anyone on the team takes a knee, there's going to be people who are disappointed. There was some guy, though, from the Pats who just got called up from a practice squad, I think, who was standing, and everyone was very proud of him for doing that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm the Cowboys, what they did, they knelt beforehand and then yeah. stood for the national anthem. I'm completely fine with that yeah that's, I just, that's yeah i feel like that might be a better approach yeah i think that's if you want to make a protest on that stage do that i think it's a lot more it won't cause as yeah. much controversy yeah and it's like it's a powerful statement too yeah because right now you're i guess with respecting the flag and what it stands for while also displaying that there are issues in the country that need to be fixed so i'm completely okay with that yeah keep doing that that sounds good any, to me do we have any pot more positive things um, week three pats won barely pat that was an interesting that again i was there crazy game to be at the place erupted when um cook cooks that touchdown I, mm-hmm. it was literally like right in front of me mm-hmm. probably 20 feet away from me i watched it happen it was insane uh but yeah that was crazy uh um, lions got screwed lions i got heard about absolutely that, yeah. hosed I mean, the call they made was correct to an extent, but uh, so what happened was Golden Tate caught a ball on the one-yard line. It was like a pick play. Leans forward to get in the end zone, and his knee is on the ground as he starts to lean forward. He, the ball is like around maybe a foot away, mm-hmm. so like a third of a yard. And some guy's touching him. So his knee's on the ground, some guy's touching him, and he's like falling forward. His chest and the ball, that he, like how he caught it, yep. hadn't landed yet. So they called him down before he had landed with the ball, and my uh, my dad and the issue I had with it was how could he have completed the catch if he hadn't like completely landed? So like when he the when like, he landed and the ball hit the ground, he was in the end zone. But like say had he landed and the ball had popped out, would that have been an incomplete pass? And that's the issue I'd have with it because he didn't technically complete the catch when they mm-hmm. called him down. So screwed again. Lions got screwed. Lions get screwed. Um, yep, all the time. Marshawn so. didn't make any noise this week. Yeah, because the Raiders got hosed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Redskins by, had by a big who? day. Redskins had a big day, Cam. Yeah. I hate when the Redskins win. So, just for Cam or just... No, just just because of Cam. I don't really have any beef with the Redskins themselves, but... Oh, yeah, week three. I, I mean, there's a Anything lot of upsets. Else? Jaguars score 44 points. That was crazy. The Ravens. I think, well, Joe Flacco, I think, had 86 yards or something like that. Joe Flacco had negative fantasy points. That's I know that. that. I'm pretty sure I was in the the lounge, and I saw it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. 
I'm pretty sure he had under 100 yards, which not, is not pathetic. a very impressive, impressive performance. Hey, the Jaguars maybe defense is good. They were in England, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Jaguars defense is. He saw jet lag. They have solid corners. Clyde Campbell's there now. Solid linebackers. True. Paul Puzlisny, Telvin Smith. Can't, uh, cannot talk about the Jets, though, here. Oh, we, oh the, how do we forget the about 16 season already early on? And they, they beat the Miami Dolphins. Jeez, that brings um, uh, some warmness to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trevor, you suck. Yeah, uh, we, can, right. we can move on. I guess on. that's it, really. <laughs> NCAA fraud in basketball. That's our next topic. Five-plus coaches got – assisted coaches, I would say, got arrested for fraud. So – there's not much information that's come out yet, but what we do know is that um, one person we'll talk about later lost their job because of it. A pretty big name, so don't yeah. pay recruits. Yeah, I, I saw what was it? Um, coaches were paying high school students to go to. Oh no, Adidas was paying high school students to go to Adidas colleges, so that when they went to the league, they could sign with. Adidas. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I mentioned how much faith you have to have in a high in, school yeah, student. Yeah, to be paying them. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. Brian Bowen was the one on Louisville who got uh, got the axe first because apparently he was one of them who was a beneficiary, I guess, uh-huh. beneficiary or victim, depending on how you look at it, of, <laughs> of this whole thing. So he's suspended indefinitely now, but he's still going to Louisville, taking classes there, so... <sighs> Interesting situation with Brian Bowen, five-star recruit. So. Loophole. Was he the one who tweeted out, wow, these guys making too much money? I'm not sure. Some guy retweeted something from a Louisville player, and they said, yeah, these guys are making way too much money. And I think it was somebody who was getting paid, so that's funny. Last hot topic we got, uh, USC last night, or Friday night, lost to Washington State. USC once again. Looking Always, fairly, yeah. Looking fairly overhyped. Washington State certainly not a bad team this year. Mike Leach, great coach, uh, but USC with Sam Darnold, possible number one pick in the draft, lost again. So, yeah, last year they were ranked fourth, I think, preseason. They ended yeah. up like, I mean, no, they ended up in the Rose Bowl, but not after losing four games or so. Yeah. So, I think that it's like, it's USC and Texas. I think people just hope that Texas is going to be good. Uh-huh. They always think that Texas is going to make a comeback, and they never do, sadly. Mm-hmm. But then USC, everyone's like, oh, they're going to be nasty this year. And then they usually just aren't. Yeah, I mean, USC does produce that talent, though, consistently yeah, in do. the NFL. I mean, they're just their college team. They just can't put it, it all It's together. not Alabama, and when everybody no. thinks it should be Alabama. So that's all. that's all we got for hot topics today. We got one big today in sports history to move into. And technically, it's not sports history, but it, it the Saturday, which we are recording this, it's International Podcast Day. So... Congratulations yeah, to us. Yeah, we have a podcast, if you guys didn't know. Uh, that's yeah, all, that's that's all really we got. It. I don't know what else to say about that. So, nice. Oh, Today's sports history. Gotta get my great, point spread up. Great um, segment there. All right. We got some I'll point spread up. policy to discuss now. This, this sheet right here, courtesy of John Lezak. We're using all your spreads. So, thank you. Um, bold names are home teams. Um, okay. The, pers- the person on the now. left is favored. Confused, yeah, person on the left is favored. Person who's bolded his home team. You want to go person? right into it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Go, so go first game we got listed is New England at home against the Panthers. New England's favored by eight and a half. Take it. 
But last week, I don't know. Last week isn't scares exactly. me a little bit. Exactly. Bounce back. Them. Bounce back. And they're home. They're yeah, but that's, Panthers, that didn't matter last week. The Panthers are buns though. Yeah, they are. Panthers they, really the, aren't that good. And the Texans do have a very good defense. Yeah, seeing how bad the Panthers have played recently, I can't pick against the Patriots. All right, I'm gonna go Patriots too. Got to uh, we got Dallas strong. at home, favored by eight and a half points against the Los Angeles Rams. Seeing how poorly Dallas has performed recently, I gotta go Rams because the Rams have looked pretty darn good recently as well. Yeah, and I know it's a home game for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but I gotta go Rams. That's an easy pick. That spread is way too big, so I'm going Rams. I'm gonna go Rams as well. Next game, Minnesota at home against Detroit. Minnesota favored by half a point, so it's really just pick them. I think we know where you're going, James. I'm going to pick the Detroit Lions in this one. That's uh, shocking. They're going to come back stronger than before, seeing how they were screwed last week, and they're going to be pissed off, and they are going to want to win. So I will go with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'll go Lions as well here. I don't trust Minnesota. Um, I'm going to go against you guys and say Minnesota. Yeah, I hate you, Scott. Um, hey, Tennessee. my man, <laughs> Stephon Diggs, has been going off. Stephon Diggs has been going off. And um, Case Keenum performed fairly well, Yeah. as opposed to how he did with the Rams. I think Diggs last had year. 37 fantasy points last week. Mm-hmm. My he, man. He's a guy. Keep going off. Tennessee, favored by one and a half points in Houston. This is a tough That's one. That's tough because seeing what Houston did to the Pats, and, well, uh... I want to pick the Titans. in Houston? Yeah, I want to pick the Titans just because I've been a big Titans guy for the majority of the year. And also I told John to pick the Titans this week. But now I'm kind of having second thoughts, but I'll stick with my gut. As a wise man, Mr. Silbor once said, if it's your first, first choice, probably right. So we're going to go Titans. I don't know if that's exactly the same, but... Well, yeah, it is. I don't know if that really <laughs> applies here, but uh, I'm going to go with Houston. Yeah, home they're field in advantage. Houston. Yeah, they got to go Houston too. Next one, we've got it's Jaguars. It's it's always tough when the teams suck. Jaguars favored by three and a half in New York against the Jets. Because it's really like yeah. who's gonna suck more this week? Mm-hmm. I did not pick this one for John, but the Jets will not win again. Like how they beat the Dolphins last week, I will take the Jaguars. It's in New York. Uh, I got a bad feeling the Jaguars used all the magic they have for this entire season last week in London, <laughs> so I'm going to go Jets with this one. I'm going to go Jacksonville. Hey. Uh, Cincinnati, favored by three and a half in Cleveland. Sticking with my gut again, my bandwagon squad will finally get their first win. Cleveland wins. Cincinnati sucks. Cleveland also sucks. Uh, but both, I got to pick Again, this is the, the battle of the shitty team. I mean, crappy teams. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Cincinnati. All right. Pittsburgh in Baltimore. Pittsburgh favored by three and a half. I think you, it's this one's obvious, considering how Baltimore played last I'm going to go Steelers. Even though the Steelers did lose to the, the Vikings led by Case Keenum. And they did lose to the uh, Bears two weeks ago, right? They did? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So actually, so yeah, Pittsburgh's not doing too doing too hot either. I will go Vikings or not Vikings. Uh, I'm talking uh, about Pittsburgh. What? I'm thinking Vikings. Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. I'm picking. <laughs> the, I'm picking the Steelers. I'm thinking okay. Vikings right now. All right. Steelers. I'm gonna go Steelers as well. I gotta go Baltimore, baby. Home field advantage <laughs> rivalry game. Bounce this back. Year. He'll pull it out. I I like that defense. Yeah, they, sucks, they, but. Their defense didn't do so well last week. Yeah. Atlanta. Okay. Blake Bortles is the guy. It's because they were out of the country. Atlanta favored by eight and a half against Buffalo in Atlanta. I'm taking Atlanta. Their defense looks really nice. 
Matt Ryan had threw three picks last week. He will bounce back. Atlanta will beat Buffalo will by at least ten. Yeah, I'll go Atlanta too. I yeah. I just hate Buffalo. So. We'll go with the sweep here, Atlanta. Tampa Bay at home against the Giants. Tampa Bay is favored by three and a half points. I took Tampa Bay. I hate the Giants, but there's no way in hell that they're gonna let them start let themselves start off zero and four. So I think they pull this one out somehow. OBJ with 15 catches for 200 yards, oh, four touchdowns. Bold, four touchdowns. Bold, bold. <laughs> oh, they're in Tampa Bay. Yes. I'm going Tampa Bay. Chargers favored by half a point at home against the Eagles. The Eagles have looked really nice this year. They have. The Chargers have they won a game? Mm, I, I couldn't tell you. It's a shame because the Chargers really have looked good, and their kicking has cost them two games now. So I will take the Chargers in this one. They're at home. Put on for LA. Well, Chargers don't really have much of a home field advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned not a whole lot of Chargers fans out there in Los Angeles yet, and I like how Philly's playing, so I'm gonna pick Philly in this one. I'm gonna go Philly as well. Arizona at home, favored by seven and a half against San Francisco. I will take San Francisco just based off how hot they played last week. They did lose to the Rams, but they scored 39 points. Brian Hoyer looked all right, and Carlos Hyde had a big day, so I will go. San Francisco. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with San Francisco as well. I think Arizona's going to win, but San Francisco will. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big spread. Yeah, Especially for a team like Arizona, not that good. Denver, favored by two and a half at home against Oakland. Oakland, Oakland obviously coming off, off that. a bad week. Yeah, pretty bad week. Well, Simeon also back. had a bad week. Bills beat the Broncos this week. So. Yeah, that's true. However, I think Denver's offense is better than Oakland's defense significantly. And I think Denver's defense definitely matches up with Oakland's offense. So I'll take Denver. I'm going Oakland. Yeah, I'll go Oakland as well. I think they're going to bounce back. And then we have Seattle favored by 13.5 against the Colts. Seattle at home. I will take the Colts. This is kind of bold. Seattle has looked... big spread. Seattle has looked terrible this year. Their offensive line is an absolute joke. Um, Indianapolis had a pretty big game. I mean, they did play the Browns. The Browns defense definitely isn't that bad, though. But they have a big game. Jacoby Brissett right into that that squad and looking great. So I'll go Indianapolis. Yeah, I'll root for Brissett till the day I die. Wolfpack for life. <laughs> I think Seattle definitely wins this one unless Indianapolis yeah. somehow pulls out a miracle. But they'll, Indi- I'll go Indianapolis to cover the spread. Yeah, I'm going to go Seattle with uh, the win, but Indianapolis will also, yeah, I'm going to agree, cover the spread. Final game, Oh, Monday, Monday Night, night Football. That. Kansas City favored by 6.5 at home against Washington. Kansas City. Uh, Any reason for that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not biased against anyone for this pick. Uh, I want to pick Kansas City because the spread's kind of big. It's a touchdown win, though. Um, I want to pick Kansas City, but Washington's defense looked phenomenal the other day against Oakland. Uh, Washington's offense, though, has been having issues. Kansas City's been great on both sides of the ball. So I will pick Kansas City, but I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'm going to go Kansas City, the only team that I will listen to anyone say are better than the Pats right now. Mm-hmm. Screw you, Cam. All right. Well, that's a point spread policy right there. That was good. You guys mind that's... if I just hit the bathroom real quick? Oh, yeah, well, that's uh, fine. Yeah, sure. All right. That sounds All right. good. Wait, am I going to miss anything? No, I, we can. We'll, James and I will just talk. Okay. Yeah, I don't think anything it. is going to happen while I you're gone. It. All right. So, uh... Oh, wait. Look at Joey just left, but Dr. D just came. Hey. Dr. D's back. Oh, my. What's oh, up, brother? Hey, hey guys. How's, how's it going? Dang, it's hey, been wow. a while. What, yeah. second show? Yeah, so, I think so. Something what, like that. This is week eight? This is week eight. So we've been six weeks without you? Yeah, I've just been in the lab. Oh, really? <laughs> Dang. Watch out. So, uh, Dr. D, what do you got for us today? I well, heard um, one of your uh, good friends 
dropped a, a fire mixtape. Yeah, a, a collaborator every once in a while. Oh, uh, do you? Just an associate. Goes by the name of Cam Blue. Uh, released a new a new tape, new album. Depending, I don't know, I don't know what you want to call it, but Cotton Candy Clouds, Triple C's, uh, <laughs> nine tracks on this joint. I'm a big fan. I am a huge fan. So far, I mean, I helped him out uh, making a trailer for the mixtape, so I got a few songs ahead of time. I got to listen to it before. It's a very, very good production. For especially somebody who's like, this is his very first big project. He had uh, the Audacity EP a while ago, and he had Lo-Fi Prince. But for a full-length mixtape at this point, it's very, very good. The thing I'm most impressed about is all the beats made by either him, That's what I was Adam, about. I was or, mention that or too. Vito. So I really like how... It's very in-house. You yes. know, he knows exactly what he wanted for it, and mm-hmm. I think he absolutely executed it perfectly here. So I'm really, really happy that it came out the way you know he clearly intended for it to come out. I love the variety because there's, uh-huh. just, there's yeah. just the straight, the rap, and then there's some sing-songy uh, type songs in there, and there's just a good variety. I, I love how it, it keeps... It, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's flowy. I think know? that's what happens when you have full creative control over what you're doing yeah so like when you're starting out small like this right now he gets to do whatever he wants he can make whatever music he's feeling at the time uh he can produce whatever beats he wants i mean when you have adam in there one of his best friends and he's producing the the beats for all this stuff he's right there helping them out and they both have very similar styles so when you have that type of connection and you are able to do whatever you want you get to produce like the highest quality content that you can so that's what happens. Put everything together. This mixtape comes out. Sounds phenomenal. So you got some hot songs you want to point I out? I think they're all hot. Uh, yeah, to be honest with you, there's there's definitely not a weak one. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, uh, Unlikely and Lab Rat have been out for a good good amount of time. Lab, Lab Rat's Rat, been out for a few weeks. Look, yeah. look out for Lab Rat's music video. That uh-huh. is very very good, too. Very well put together by Jared Manston. Is that his name? Yeah. That it's a, Check it out. It's on YouTube. Crazy, crazy video. Mm-hmm. So, if you're, um, if you're looking for a, a remix of "How Do You Feel," uh, there there might be one floating around. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. There might be one coming out soon. It, it was kind of before the original got uh, a reference. It, it's track weird of how sorts. there's a remix because the remix happened before. So maybe this is the yeah, remix. How do you feel is a remix of a prior track? Yeah, but between three uh, three guys. If I had to, pick, to be named, if I had to pick a favorite song, I'd go Jitsu. Ooh, I don't know if I head. could pick a favorite. Like I'm, I'm not just going even, off that I'm one. Not that was the first one. That. that was the first one I listened to. I got it ahead of time when I was uh, making the trailer, and it just—it's a good yeah, banger. I got it's not like ahead of time. Hard hitting is good. It's not like hard hitting club type song, but compared to the other tracks, some of them, like as you said, were more sing songy, more like that type of vibe. But this yeah, one like is just like—it's like asserting dominance as a type of sort. Where like he's saying that he's a phenomenal rapper and that's how it shows but i like that song a whole lot it was the one i decided to use in the trailer yeah because it has it has that powerful vibe to it so if I i'm mean, picking a song i'd go that i like lab rats too a lab lot. rats great i love that one I, lo- I just love the the beat the the lyrics in that one uh the song that starts off the whole tape bow that's a song uh-huh, that's one. a good one that has really the most like listens that. on soundcloud right now it's getting close to a thousand yeah 834 right now um and i also really like how do you feel? Because it's just really different from the. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. Well, obviously, like, how do you feel? But I was looking at the wrong one. She told me. Uh-huh. That's yeah, the yeah. the real sing songy one. I really like that. I wasn't expecting a song like that uh, when this was released, and it just caught me off guard. But I really liked it, and it was just really cool. So I like that. Um, 
finishes very strong with on guard. That one, uh, yeah, all around, it's solid. It's yeah. hard hard to pick one that really stands out for just, me at least. I just really like every track for like a different reason. Yeah, and uh-huh. like for, I don't know. I guess like whatever mood I guess you could say you're in. There's probably a track. There really here is. That's a good way to put it. it. If you're re- yeah, if you're feeling ener- want some energy, bow or on guard. If you're feeling like a little mellow, she told me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's real. I I definitely give it a listen. Support a, a local cat. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> check it out. Uh, what would you rate it? One to ten. Be honest here. You're not hurting any feeling. Just be honest. I give it. It's it's hard because like, it's tough to scale it. Cause you know, like we know him, yeah. So it's it's hard, but I know for sure if I saw it, like if I just came across this, didn't know him, I would listen to it like again, and again. Ah uh, yes, so, I've been it released late Thursday, uh-huh. and I I've been listening to it since it released. If I'm being honest, it's a, so obviously a lot better than his prior. Yeah, it's um, taken into consideration. Yep. This is the first one this that he's big, taken. Uh-huh. A, a, Go to like he did this all summer. He put in time. He brought in multiple people to help him. He made a really good music video. Yeah. Considering this is the first one that he went full out on, I think you gotta take that into consideration. This is a big step forward, comparatively. I'm giving it an eight and a half to a That's nine. That's scary because I was gonna say the exact yeah, same I thing. Yeah, I think eight and a half to a nine. So, I mean, it's very very impressive. To see how far he's come. Eight Seeing and a half, that yeah. sophomore year, I still have two visors. From his I have his audacity. Visor, I have two yes. visors. I lost one. We were getting our, my kitchen redone. Oh yeah. My mom threw it in a box. My first one. Mm-hmm. So I bought another one. I still have then, mine. Yeah, I now have two sitting in my closet. So seeing that I've been sporting in the last two years, seeing how far he's come is really awesome. Okay, this is the one that matters, Doctor. What do we? What's your evaluation? What's your rating? The evaluation for this one, I got to give it a, a good nine out of ten. Just oh, there replay, we go. Replay Perfect. value, off the charts. You know, just great front to back so i'll give it a nine out of ten you heard it here cotton candy clouds it's on soundcloud currently it's going it's gonna be on itunes spotify spotify i heard pandora it's gonna be on pandora it's gonna be on pandora within the next few days napster yep that (laughs) uh so please give it a listen one of our good friends cam blue cotton candy clouds uh yeah shout out to him wonderful music keep doing you can't wait for the next mixtape to drop because we know it's going to be amazing. Hey, we got some breaking news really quick. Dr. Wait. D, if you want to contribute to yeah, this. Dr. D, stick around for a little bit. What up, what up? It's been a while. So, as we mentioned earlier, Paul George, what will he be able to come back with this contract extension? Paul George says that Westbrook's decision absolutely factors into his decision next summer. Nine minutes ago. Childish. Hey, <laughs> heard it here. Um, Cavs. Any, let's, I'm trying to think of anything else for... Hey, did uh, Westbrook get the this that much money for being a basketball player or for being basketball player, uh, crazy clothes, and being a great dancer? Secure the bag first and foremost. That's, that's how we got to start that <laughs> off. And um, I don't know, man. Like Westbrook, I've been hitting him up. We're trying to start up a fashion line oh, together. all right. He says he's got bars, so I might get him on a track. But all right, I don't know. We right. just, we've just we been talking about things, and you know, I'm just proud of him for, for getting that money, whether, whatever, there you whatever, go. whatever it's for. Good for there him. There you go. Okay, so I interpreted this differently than I don't know how you guys interpret it, but didn't it sound like when I said it, I thought it sounded like, oh hey, not enough money to go around, like absolutely factors into decision this summer. Like now it's more leading towards Lakers. Everybody replying saying that he's it like he's gonna stay. Uh, Lakers fans are pissed off right hmm. now. So 
that that's that's big news right off the yeah. bat. So, that, well, I was talking to LeBron the other day, <laughs> and he told me he was going to L.A. So, I mean, I found the Lakers. I'm not that mad. I'm not getting Paul George because like you heard it here first, Doctor D. Yeah. He's got the he's, he's got, got the inside he's got relationships. He's got sources. Yeah. You I mean, might have to come. Okay. You might have to have you on more often because you got these sources. Yeah, I, I mean you're the I big names. Have you could have you put a word in with Joe Thomas yet, or are you more of a basketball guy? Yeah, I'm. I'm a basketball Damn. guy. I talked to um, like David Johnson once in a while. Oh yeah, that's uh-huh. about it though. With oh, football. Damn, yeah. we need to get Joe Thomas on here. He's yeah. Sec- uh, after you, he's our most popular. Popular. It's vote. a pretty pretty big gap. Oh, but yeah, uh, that's yeah. subtle brag. Um, all right, so all doctor, right, so thank you for thank coming you, in. Doctor. Yeah, I gotta go hit the studio. Joey's been right, like demolishing you your bathroom, dude. Yeah. Was just gonna say. All right. All right. Jo- oh, thank oh, you, Doctor D. We'll see you. Hopefully, is. hopefully soon. Hey, right, Joey. Joey. Did you did you see Doctor D on his what way up? Oh, hey, what what did you say, Scott? You, did <laughs> you see said, Doctor on the way up? Yeah, I just said. Did I you? Just said peace out to him. Oh, sweet. Yeah. All right. So um, he gave us some good insight. You missed the whole talk. We lied. We talked about cams. I didn't know he was coming through today. We didn't either. You just came out of nowhere. Hey, so, Joe, you listen to Cotton Candy Clouds? What would you rate it? Uh, probably like a 9 out of 10. Oh, uh, nice. That's, that's, that's a good rate. That's around like what we all gave, too. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, Yeah, so hopefully Dr. D comes back. Maybe Joey will be able to be here next time. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Jeez. All right, next segment. We're moving on. He gone. He gone. First name. Pretty, <laughs> pretty big one. Good one. This is a Rick, quick one. Rick Patino. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Patino. All right, hey, we've got... I'll, I'll count. What is it, 15 seconds? Yeah, right? we got 15, 15 seconds. seconds. All right, go. Rick Pitino was just relieved of his duties as coach of Louisville because he was associated with fraud and paying athletes to go there a whole lot of money. And so now he's put on leave. Looks like he's not going to be hired anywhere, and that really sucks for him. So it looks like his career is basically over at this point. Um, coach Q Burton back in college. That's it. Nice. Hopefully you guys understand the joke. Um, We're a clean podcast, <laughs> so we can't really describe So Rick Pitino's out. Yeah. Bye, Rick Next Pitino. one. Next one. He gone. Oh, Devonte oh, Adams. Yeah, he's just he his gone life. to his head in his, <laughs> his yeah brain. His, his thought brain process. Is, his brain is absolutely his brain gone. so functions. Yesterday or two days ago, actually, when we're recording this, Thursday yes. night. Thursday night, Devonte Adams got, got absolutely laid out up. by uh, Danny Trevathan. Uh, he's wrapped up. Devonte Adams trying to fight for that extra yard, get the first down. Danny Trevathan comes in, leads with his head, helmet to helmet contact. His mouthpiece went flying. Yeah. He might have lost a tooth. I don't know. Some, um, someone was might saying Might have that. lost teeth. Yeah. So, and maybe poor guy. He got cells. out. Um, he was moving his hand. He had to give a thumbs up on the way good. out. But he looked like he got rocked. As soon as he went down, oh, all yeah, of his teammates got, were running over there, calling up. in the trainers. It was it was scary. Like I was doing my homework, and I looked up, and that was the one play that I looked up and saw. So Yeah, it was bad. Apparently, they were pretty scrappy beforehand. So. Almost traded them the other day, too, to, to Trevor Rafferty in a blockbuster fantasy <laughs> deal. Took some convincing. I think he was about to accept it, too, and then Devontae Adams gets absolutely murdered that night. So no. I think if he had a, if he had a big now. game there, too, he might have accepted yeah, it. I was, and he, he, off, he got off to a good start, I think. Caught a yeah, he caught a touchdown. On. It was like right away. And I was like, all right, because I have him on one of my fantasy teams, too. I'm like, all right, that's what we need. And Mike Glennon fumbled. Right away, I'm like, okay, let's get Devontae Adams another score. He didn't get one, but I'm like, okay, this looks like it's going to be a very good night for the Packers, and it was in effect. But Devontae Adams, after that, only had one catch and then got rocked. It was on that play. That was that was his second catch. He only had two catches, then he got murdered. So he's yeah, doing well. well, apparently. Yes. He's just resting at home. Good for him. Hopefully he's not out too long. Definitely a, a good part, good role player. Not even a role player. He's a solid wide receiver for those Packers. So that's what we got for he gone. We can now move into... 
tweet of the week. Anybody got their tweets ready while I pull I mine? I got up? mine. Uh, mine's from NBA Skits, and it's a picture of CP3 and Harden just getting interviewed, and the caption is, y'all told me Mello was coming, and then it's just four pictures of CP3 CP with a blank stare just staring at the ground. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, CP3 was hoping that Melo was coming. And Rockets still a great team, though. Are the, so. are the Thunder better than the Rockets? At this point, I would say yes. On I'd paper, yes. you got to say yes, but still, I think that problem of the fact that there's only one ball, one and ball. you have Melo, yeah. Paul George, and hey, but they I was thinking, I was thinking about that earlier. Harden. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. I mean, you've had those discussions before, like KD going to the Warriors, having Chris Bosh, LeBron, Dwayne Wade all on the same team in Miami. Both those situations, there was... The Heat had a, maybe a little bit of an issue at the beginning, chemistry-wise, and then after that, they win one however many games in a row after all, that, all those talks died down. Those those issues where you think there's going to be an issue with the ball, it never really has happened to the extent that people want to expect well, what it about, to. What about the Lakers when well, Dwight Howard came through? That, that was definitely that, an issue. I just think yeah. Dwight Howard, once he got there, though, was just immediately on the decline. Sure, like while he was on the Magic, he was absolutely fantastic, but then he goes to the Lakers, didn't look that great... Um, I think he got injured a couple times too, hurt his back, and then went to the Rockets. Didn't look that great either. Uh, Hawks last year. I mean, I don't think there was really any mention of him. Now he's on the Hornets. But I think once he went to the Lakers, he was on the decline already. Steve Nash was on decline because of his age as well. Yeah. So that is definitely a good point, saying there was an issue with just ball there. And then you have Kobe Bryant. Is Kobe Bryant? Now there is. There's a ball always going to be an issue. Yeah. Now they do. There have. are two balls there in LA. <laughs> well, so. There's going to be four eventually. There'll be three playing for the Lakers. <laughs> and then one actual ball. So Speaking of ball, yeah. we got to throw them in somehow. Um, LaMelo posterizing some kid. Oh, apparently it was a YouTuber. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know. You guys know Christopher London? Can't no. say that I do. He's, the, the six, he's like 6'9", and it's he's, he hates basketball, but he still plays and just dunks on everyone. <laughs> so I hate him because of that. But it's his friend who's also a big YouTuber. I can't think of his name. But he's got like millions of subscribers, uh-huh. and Melo just dunked on him, and like <laughs> I mean, and he no one even it up. I mean, for the guy who's like a YouTuber, not like a professional basketball player, any collegiate or anything like that, he got up there. He, he mean, almost got him. It wasn't even that impressive of a dunk. It, it really was wasn't. And he really just laid it, <laughs> it in, was and nonchalant. he just happened to be uh-huh. laying there. And yeah. it's Melo ball, so it's. And then Melo got up in his face while he was like laying against <laughs> the pad behind the the, uh, the hoop. So but yeah, there, yeah you go. there you go. Got to get the ball. The ball family into the in the podcast. All right, I'll go for my tweet of the week. Uh, so we've got to start off. It's actually two, but one builds off the other. So Bleacher Report tweets out another close one. Links hang on in game two to tie the series one one. Hashtag WNBA Finals. Which at first I hey, can I say I had no idea. That's that exactly what I was going to say. I don't even week. know when their season starts. It's like, I don't know when it starts. I think it's they like just that take dead a break. period where it's just baseball. Uh huh. That that's when like the WNBA was See, like I didn't know supposed that. to dominate. I don't know when it starts. I thought exactly. they I thought they were going like the same time as the NBA. No, it's mainly it's in the summer. I don't know when it starts. The only, probably like right around when the finals end for. <laughs> the only NBA, reason I knew they were still playing is because I saw I think it was Candace Parker had a massive block. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even a massive block. He just <laughs> hip checked a girl and stuffed her. <laughs> so it was considered crazy because. That WNBA and nothing interesting ever happens. My actual tweet of the week, which built off of this one. Yes, please don't. Thank you. Uh, Just replaced a few words in that tweet. Um, It says, another kitchen one. Kitchens hang on in game (laughs) kitchen to tie the kitchen. 1-1, hashtag kitchen finals. And it's that 
10:54 at night, so um, I don't know how you guys are, but like when it gets later, these things appear more funny. So like, at this time, I was very tired. And the second I saw this, I was just dying. I don't know why. It was, was pretty like, funny. It, it really was. I don't and think then, many females probably listen to the show anyway, so that's yeah, why I want to find But Maddie does. I'm sorry. Oh. But Thanks, there you Maddie. go. That's my tweet. Yeah. Does thank she you even follow? She doesn't follow Twitter though. Yeah, she does. Oh, she does. Yeah, she does. Sorry. Again. She's one of the first ones. Sorry. I made her. That's good. We need, yeah. All right, Joe. You got yours. Yeah. From from Field Gates. Uh, this morning or yesterday morning, he tweeted: Tom Brady's first start was 16 years ago today. The Patriots have since won five Super Bowls, 14 AFC East titles. And 185 of his 238 starts, just kind of puts. He's puts, only lost 50 starts. Yeah, just kind of puts that all into <laughs> perspective for you. And, Greatest uh, of all time. Seven AFC championships mm-hmm. in those 16 years. So. That's absolutely crazy. Is it's on un- stampede up there. Yeah, basically, Lions or not Lions, Gators just win. Hopefully, they must have. Your dad's going, probably going crazy. Did Hopefully. they? I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna check that out as we move into uh, at the end of the day, which we only got one thing for. I mean, we can't really think of anything else. We could say at the end of the day, Lamelo dunked over a YouTuber. It was kind of weak. At the end of the shut up day, don't pay high schoolers. <laughs> uh, so Florida's up by seven. There's three minutes left, and they have the ball. Okay. So who knows? Maybe something did just happen, like a pick. I don't know. So at the end of the day, we got the 76ers. <laughs> Some guy posted a video of their they look promising, and every shot they put up missed. And it was all it was. Embiid was there, right? Mm-hmm. It was Embiid. Who else was there? Um, Robert Covington, I believe, was, was in the group. Simmons there? Reddick, I think, was. I don't know, I'm not entirely they were, sure. It, and they weren't taking like tough shots. They weren't <laughs> shooting threes. I think they all did some moves. Went for a floater. Yeah, there was there was they a, all missed. one floater. There was one like not like a layup layup, but right at the rim. Like it wasn't. No, like and a, Bede uh, went in for like a legit layup and really? missed. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, I mean, he might have tried to put a, like some spin on it, but it's something that easily could have been made and I think it was it was what was it a 30 second video and they didn't make like a, they close, didn't close make, to a minute <laughs> and they didn't make a single shot yeah and i guess this just, could be this could still be an at the end of the day for us because we're not trusting the process currently no, we, oh god that's a way to flip it on us i kind of feel bad now dang well at the end of the day sixers maybe not this year I'll say that. Yeah, that's a good one. That the that's process, a good one. it's still ongoing. And they. I think we should tell Sixers fan actually, to trust the process, because maybe they're getting a little too ahead of yeah. themselves this year, trying to say, what is it? The process is like still... Fifth or sixth seed. The maybe process only started, what, last year? Seed. No, that's, pro- that's, that's when, when they started saying trust the yeah. process. Well, that's when we kind of no. saw it. MB, when did MB get drafted? Two years ago or three years? He missed his whole first season, right? Missed his whole first two years. Two years. I think he played 30 games I think his second year. So like when he still wasn't playing, I think that's when it started. Trust the process. So and then he got big this year because he was yeah. doing well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he got and hurt again. Showed some potential. Yeah. So I mean, people. Are I, to, I like seeing yeah. him beat in two K too. He's one of my favorite players to interact with. He's just oh, yeah. A I met him at the pro am. Yeah, I met him at the pro am. He actually, I was uh, I chilling up talk. in my. Crib. I still have PS three. <laughs> I was chilling up in my crib. And if any I'm of you listeners want to send me a PS four or Xbox one, don't <laughs> don't be shy. I'm don't be shy. Chilling at the crib, about to go downstairs in the elevator. And what do you know? Joel Embiid walks in. He's live streams hey. like, oh, look at this place. This place is trash. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely... He's a very... He's a character. And that's what I like. That's the type of people you want in 2K. And I've been playing a lot. I've been running the neighborhood recently. Yeah, I know one guy no idea what you guys are talking Nick about. Yeah, Nick DeLibro has not you're, been you're running run the neighborhood. Cause... Have you seen, like, the trailers for it? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, all I've seen. Yeah, you live in the neighborhood. And you oh. just got to run the neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah, I've been playing like 2K14. I think I, I still use my my player. Uh-huh. I'm I'm still on Madden 16. 
Yeah, I really. Who was, was OBJ the cover OBJ, 16? Yeah. yeah. I feel sorry for you, Scott. Yeah. I don't really play video games too often. So, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't, it's 2K. 2K old days. I, if I, I mean, <laughs> if I had the new stuff, I'd probably play it. I'd play 2K and Madden a lot more. But, you know. There you go. Uh, get what you get. That's all we got that's for at the end got. of the day. Yeah. And that's all we got for the show. Anything else we want to throw in there at the end? Um. Tyler Burton back next week. <laughs> <laughs> quadruple. Quadruple, quadruple yeah, threat. Yeah. Um, Childish. <laughs> who else do we have to get on here soon? We got we got the NBA. We're trying to figure out somebody for the NBA preview. We have yeah, if you're interested on coming on to talk about NBA, we'll we'll take some applications. Uh huh. We gotta get Cam back you on. Gotta eventually. be reliable though. We gotta get Cam back on eventually. We gotta wait for the Redskins to start yeah, sucking. Cam was good. We gotta start. We gotta wait for the Red Sox to start sucking before Cam comes back on. Hopefully the Dolphins lose a couple more. We, we can't have Cam Trevor. on next week if the Redskins win yeah. too. But if the Dolphins lose, we could definitely bring Trevor on. Trevor doesn't know anything about basketball. Well, no, we could we could do two K in a couple or not two K NBA in a couple weeks. Oh, true. And then yeah. next week we could bring in Trevor. And be like, oh, your team sucks. Yeah, it all depends how week four goes to, to determine our guests for next week. But yeah, if you want to come on, shoot us a DM and we'll we'll consider you. Yeah, maybe, um, we'll, maybe we'll. Oh, I was. I don't know if I mentioned it, but I think this is the week we start recruiting Joe Thomas. We should have been recruiting him weeks ago. But no, like we should now, replying to all of his tweets, seeing if we can get in some insight. Start DM, like, hey, DMing him. You want a quick like twenty minute interview? We should. We're, go- we're, we're, we're we we are going to. We're gonna I, get Joe that, Thomas. That's our on that's here. our first goal. That's if our we first want goal. any big name guest, we want it's Joe, Joe Thomas. Thomas. And I can't imagine many, like shows are reaching out to Joe Thomas. I mean, it might be hard for him considering he's in the middle of a season. That's, that's a Wednesday true. afternoon, maybe he's not. No, we should we should get him in here on a Sunday so he misses his first game ever in NFL. And it's because that would be legendary. Or he, he, would co- be or first, he comes here and we just kidnap him. He would be the first offensive lineman to ever miss a game. Mm-hmm. I think he that, would be. Mm, that's a bold I don't might no, have to fact I check mean, that one. I don't know, but maybe he, No, he he'd be the first first lineman to miss a game. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. He'd also be the yeah. first first lineman to be on a podcast. He'd be the first of first anythings to like, be on the podcast. <laughs> all right, I think that's all, I think that's all yeah. we got. Uh, one more time, shout out to Cam Blue, Cotton Candy Clouds, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, and other Napster. stuff. Yeah, that. And I think that's all we got. All we got. Keep, uh, uh, happy all, International Podcast Day. Yeah, to all you other podcasters out there. Not as good as us, but... You know, happy International Podcast Day, anyway. Yep. Um. So yeah, tell people to keep tell your friends, tell people who like music. Um. Tell anyone, keep listening. We'll be back next week. That's all I got. See you. See ya. Peace out. <laughs>